Pickaxe. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi everyone. Hi oh, everyone. Welcome back. Oh. Hi everyone. Hi welcome, everybody. Welcome to the Triforce sorry, podcast. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Do you want me to do like a welcome everyone to Triforce News, where we cover out of date stuff that happened and mundane things that happened in our overly dad lives. Uh, today, Sips bought some milk. That's right. Got his, stubbed his toe. No, I did not. Stub I did brick. not actually buy any milk today. Fake uh, news. Yeah, it's fake, <laughs> fake, fake news. Fake news. Oh, God, just regale me with what's happened this week, then. Uh, God, I'm, I'm bracing myself. And my daughter's feeling a lot better. Oh, good. Bobby That's Sips, the third, is feeling better. This is good news. She's, she's good. back to school. She's feeling better. She's It's all clearing up. So uh, she's on the mend. There's still a ways to go, but, uh, but she's doing... She's doing good. Good. Well, I've definitely noticed Better. that the, the the third child sips has made you um, bitter. No, like, <laughs> angry. I want to say Resentful. unavailable. Oh, unavailable too. Yeah, I try to be as available as I can. No, I mean, but I, I mean, still am is- available-ish, but it 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 is a lot of uh, extra overhead. You know? I think it's more that you want, there's an obligation to do everything, to take this kid there and look yeah. after this kid and oh, do this yeah. kid, right? So yeah. as a result, like, you're when when I say, "Oh, do you want to come to Bristol for a week?" You're like, "Uh, there's, nah. a, there's a lot on." <laughs> no, <laughs> I know. Well, I mean, it's it, it'd be good. Uh, I think this summer we're gonna try to uh, to all come out to Bristol because everybody in my family does really enjoy in, Bristol. The entire they, clan, yeah. So we're gonna bring the whole the whole clan over, maybe for like uh you know like a week's vacation or whatever, and just stomp around Bristol a bit. That's and, funny. We were we're gonna do a summer holiday in the UK that, this year as well. Yeah. Um, because last year we went to California and obviously that was a big, that was like two weeks in California with the flights and the combination. It was not a cheap holiday. It was like a big no, holiday yeah. Yeah, that we wanted to do for ages. Uh-huh. And this year, Mrs. F was like, right, we got to go somewhere. I was like, let's just go somewhere in the UK. Well, yeah, somewhere. there's a we'll, lot of nice we'll places, bring the right? dog and, yeah. and we'll probably bring my mom and, you know, we'll just find somewhere. And I was thinking around Bristol might be a nice place to go. So we could even yeah, try and coordinate that and be a down around the same time. That might be fun. That would be pretty good. Yeah, we should try to do that. But no, unite, there's a lot to do. Unite in the, the two uh, clans of children and see gotcha. how they fare. Oh, you can Lord. go to like Bath for the day. It's not too far away. Oh, yeah. You could go down further if you wanted to. You, go, you can go down to Longleat for the day. It's not too far. Like, especially in the summer, right? The days are a lot mm-hmm. longer and you're just like uh you're not you're not in like your routines right so you, you're not trying to get everybody off to bed super early and stuff you know, there's, a, there's more leeway so um, not that i don't want you to come but surely there's better family holiday destinations i mean when i was a kid you know i used to really enjoy going off to these places where my parents would sort of leave me there sure. and there were other kids there you yeah. know and they they were doing their own kind of holiday but they kind of always tried to pick somewhere like i was i was i was overhearing someone talking about skiing the other day and they were like we always go to the same resort because they let us drop the kids off at nine in the morning and we'd have to pick them up until 6 p.m <laughs> <laughs> but also from their parents or from i don't know the um you know the kid i, I think you both need a break from each other i'm sure you know when i was a kid i didn't particularly love spending time with my parents no it's it's weird one but like when you're when you're the person who's organizing the trip there's a lot to be said for familiarity as well right because it it removes a lot of hassle if you're familiar with the area if you're familiar with the accommodation the the food and stuff isn't a a problem because it's all food that you're used to having or your family's used to having it it takes away a lot of the hassle it's Mm. not it's not something you normally need to think about if you didn't have an army of small kids and stuff but it, it it's super helpful when you when you do when you're a young whippersnapper and you're planning a vacation you want to go somewhere new you want to go somewhere exciting you want an experience but when you're older and you have kids you're not so much after the experience for yourself you're trying to provide your kids with an experience but uh you're trying to make life 
a little bit easier for yourself because it's not much of a break. It's exactly. just, it's more work. You want, <laughs> like, you want it to be, you have tons of work to do and then you go away and it's even more work. It so. wants to be, it wants to be nice and special, wants to be nice and special, but at the same time you think, you have to think practically. You have but to think practically, as, but also kids. As soon as the kids weren't with you, yeah. that weren't with you anymore, you'll start being adventurous again. You Maybe. know, my parents have done some really interesting trips, like even like recently, you know, Costa Rica. Did they and, go like, on a cruise know, some though? Interesting places. Because I find that no, they're they... not really. I mean, cruise is a bit safe, right? Yeah, that's, safe I, and boring. I feel like that's a, that's a, a a thing that like because my parents do that a lot. Like they'll say, "We're going to this crazy place that we've never been to before," and you're like, "Wow, that's going to be nuts." And like, yeah, we're just cruising there. So, like, we'll be there for oh. a day and then we'll spend the rest of the time <laughs> so, on the boat. Yeah. <laughs> like, and nice it's all going to be, boat. yeah. And the, the whole excursion is going to be, you know, uh, chaperoned by, uh, you know, a professional uh, person from the boat and stuff like that, which is fine. I'm not, I'm not knocking it. I think it's, it, it's a, it's definitely a way to, to, to see other stuff or whatever. But, it's a little bit different to like when you're 20 and you're just embarking on this, you know, exciting packing tour of Peru. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's a little which, bit which I right? never did, and I still have a lot of respect. My cousin did it just before. Well, he 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 knew he was getting married in a year, and they were planning on having kids. So he was like, "I'm going to do my round the world tour," um, and he did it right before COVID. Actually, like oh, just like just got it done yeah. before COVID hit, and he went to like you know south america he went to russia he went to like um you know the, these p p islands in the pacific he went all over the world uh him and his him and his wife right and i think they had like it was like their last great hurrah they like you know their last chance for 20 years to, nice. to do something like that on their own um yeah and i think i think it was it's good my parents did i tell you they recently came back from disneyland florida hey, wait wait um, they went just just themselves no they went with my brother and his wife um, and do they have kids my, do they have kids what do you mean do they oh no they don't know but my brother's wife works as a nursery nurse right but so, did, what, so like, she brought some but, of the kids with her no no, no, no she just so spends the, a lot of time so four adults four adults she's went a big to disney a disney she's fan. a big disney I'm against head. that i'm against not just that. four adults but you know two very old elderly adults so my dad's 80 something mid 80s and um he had because uh, uh, when they, when you turn up and it's your first time at, at Disney, they give you a big badge, which is you know first timer, right? And so he had this huge badge on his hat that he wore the whole time, and he said he had a great time because because loads of people came up and talked to him. Uh, a lot of the parks have a lot of stuff to do that isn't like that bad for like you know old folks to to walk around and enjoy. Well, I tell you what, the they whole had, uh... they had a. The, brilliant time the resort is impressive i mean like the scale of it like uh, some of the, the the theming of it and stuff you know what it, like uh we, we went to the one in uh in anaheim a couple of times right around going to blizzcon and stuff yeah. and you know like when you walk in and you're in that sequoia lodge and it looks like you feel like you're in wrath of the lich king or, or something you know like it's all yeah. themed up and nice there's a lot of stuff like that at disney which I, I can appreciate like you don't necessarily have to walk around and listen to the chippendale rescue rangers theme tune Bla blaring throughout the park, going on a roller coaster and getting sick from eating too many too many no, Mickey Mouse pizzas did and stuff. Any roller coasters? Yeah, you don't have to do any of that stuff. Really, what? you can just go and have. They were there for I think ten days. A gentle time. Any roller coasters. God Almighty! They went to like like different parks each day and yeah. kind of and the weather would be really nice around this time of year too yeah. right it was really super sunny. nice they weren't too hot they yeah. weren't too cold like I, they just had like they had a great time they there was like loads of interesting things for them to do they you know they went on some boats and did some mini golf and went to i don't know well one of the, there's like a whole animal kingdom which is basically a big zoo mm -hmm. you know and i think it's one of the well less interesting i want to register but... my discontent I'm not happy. Okay, no, uh, discontent registered, but... Adults, I, I, go to adult I, things. Don't go to Disneyland. Yeah. Well, go to Amsterdam. But this is you being... I think, I think a lot of it is made for families, and mm. family stuff is fine, right? Yes, like, it's, for families. It's that implies there have to be children present. I'm just saying... Well, there were. I mean, it was my parents and their child. No. <laughs> who is, I don't who is my that. age. No. I, don't, I don't mind uh, <laughs> adults going to things that are, are predominantly designed for, like, uh, kids and families. I do. As long as, long I think as they're, a, like, I think chill a lot about of the it, Disney you know? stuff is designed for adults, though, too, right? Like, there's a lot yeah. of... Ex like the, I think a lot of the areas are very friendly to, to adults, and they, they get a big adult crowd. And I think that's only increased you know kids who went to disney i think i think they i think they trade a lot on repeat visits yeah they right? do yeah 
Disney. And they got they annual really... passes for locals and stuff as well, right? Like, yeah, so. I get I get the impression that it's just a big like you know, and those kids do ter- do grow up, and it's like, how do you are you saying that once you hit eighteen or twenty one, yep. you can't go to Disney anymore? Yep. Like people, nah, okay. I, I don't know. Like when I I went to Disney, me and my wife went to Disney when we were like twenty one or something. Like um, I'm against it. She she'd never been, and I'd I'm been not, as a kid, and I'm she was a, like, what, "What's it reason. like?" You know, like what, what, and I I couldn't really explain it, so we went, and I did, it wasn't too bad. I don't I'm know. Not, if I'm not saying think, I have a good reason. I'm just saying I'm against. No, I think it. that would be my knee jerk reaction as well, P Flex. But actually, you know. They had a really good time. They really, they said it was a, a great time. And I think that's what it's supposed to be. It's like Vegas. It's geared up for people to have yeah, a good time. Yeah, you know, yeah. They want people. Everything's very safe. Like, I was like, what was your, I was sort of saying to my brother, you know, what was your first time in America like? And he was like, I don't think we really went to America. We went to Disney. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. We landed at the airport, got like this Disney bus to the thing that was playing the Disney movies. They took us to the Disney hotel. It was just like, it was it was like being on a theme park ride from the moment we landed, mm. you know? Yeah, kind of, yeah. We didn't get to see, and um, everyone was super nice. You know, they were all like, you know, my brother's a big guy, right? <laughs> he came over this weekend and uh, stayed for a couple of nights, actually. And we we hung out. We wo- we went to the cinema and we watched, um, we, he wanted to watch, Ava- well, he wanted to watch Avatar and I was like, all right, right. So we got there and he was like, fuck, I forgot it was like four hours long. I was like, yeah. And he was like, Shall we, can we just watch like a crappy action movie instead? So I was like, <laughs> okay. So we watched a plane with Gerard Butler, which is exactly as it sounds. Right. Uh, badass ex-army guy is a pilot, crashes a plane on an island of terrorists. Sure, and, of course. Yeah. And, you know, action. But it was, it was like, I had a really nice time with my brother anyway. Um, but he said to me, one of the things, because he's, he's a big guy, one of the things he said to me was that, I, I felt totally at home in America because there were a lot of big guys like me. Oh, yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, it's a- <laughs> and it's made for like, just, I don't know, just for, for inclusiveness as well, right? Like, it's kind of just, it's everyone's super nice to everyone. And I think they just had a really nice time, you know? Yeah, You're sure. not going to, there's no stress, right? With no. It. I, I imagine with, nah, a, with a Disney holiday, apart from like getting into the parks all time, and and apparently it was very busy. Sometimes well, it always some of the places is. were very, very busy. It always is. It's, a, uh, it's so a like very dealing busy with the crowds yeah. and like making sure you actually because they they had to like sign up to which park they wanted to go to a couple of days or day before, so they almost like had to like plan in advance where they were to go. It's a massive um, place. It's like I I mean I went to the one in Florida in. 92 i must it must have been like 92 the last time i went i was just like uh i was still a kid and i had a younger brother who who was just lapping it up and even back then there was just the magical kingdom the epcot center and uh it was called mgm studios back then but i think it's disney studios now but that's it that's all they had back then and but now there's like the animal safari kingdom and there's like water parks and there's like there's just a shit ton of stuff there's a lot if you look at uh, google map of the whole resort it's enormous like fuck it's it's incredible like what they've what they've built there it's in a swamp as well it's nuts i know it's 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 an epic it's obviously you know evolved based on how popular it is and you know sure yeah people keep going well they they pre and they keep getting new stuff into it as well right they've got marvel they've got the muppets they've got star wars like all that stuff that they can leverage off of as well to make you know entertainment and stuff so it's mm. it's just uh yeah. it's just it's it's non-stop really it's crazy we, we we were thinking of maybe going to the one in europe this year but we're still we're still not sure because the baby's still so small you know like it's kind of hard yeah uh, if you wait the, a few years she'll be old enough to really yeah it's just it. it's it's mostly just like because it's in france the accommodation and then the food situation over there is not always amazing either um <laughs> especially because we're <laughs> vegetarians and um and so on they and so frown forth upon that. they do frown. well they do frown it's not yeah. too bad they just it's like probably the a cheese, bit better so now but um, you're right with the cheese yeah it's just um when you're at the resort you're you're kind of isolated from anywhere decent that you could go and 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 get stuff that you need right like i remember last time I we were see. there one night i just had crippling heartburn like it was unbelievable i went down to the desk and i was like is there anywhere here that I can get anything like uh, like any sort of like uh, antacids or, or anything like that? And they're just like, no, nah, there's nothing like that. There, there's no pharmacy. Right. We'd have to send somebody away like to the town to pick up a prescription or something if you had a prescription. But like, there's nothing like that. So I was just 
just had to suffer with crippling heartburn like all night. So like, there's just nothing I could do. And even the next day, we would have had to take a train away from like the the Disney resort, like into into a town or something to to just be able to get anything. You know what I mean? So you, you ate too much, too many jelly rolls. Mm. Well, it's the food is just it, it looks neat because you're you're going around. It's like wow, look at all this like these themed restaurants and stuff, but. They basically just serve McDonald's. Like I'll have, a, I'll have another crate yeah, of ice yeah. cream, please. So you go yeah. to this, like you you go to like uh, you know uh, the parts of the Caribbean cafe, and it's all themed up, and there's little animatronic pirates greeting you and stuff. But all the food is just McDonald's. Like it's the same food everywhere in the park. Yeah, but it's, it's, it's just themed up different. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well. I, well, I, I, as I get older, though, the medicine bag I bring with me on holiday seems to grow and grow. Yeah. Um, we'll see you need that. your lotions and your, your like, potions, yeah. I mean, like, well, what if I get this? Oh, man. <laughs> it's like a, but what if this, the, what if, you know? And so, yeah. We I, should I have being like a stuff. bit of a traveling pharmacy. You got to have because the, the diarrhea pills anywhere in, in the world, there. right? Like, you wake up at 3 a.m. in a fucking hotel somewhere and you're like, oh, God, I feel like shit. What yeah, do? I know. Gotta get the emodium going, and you gotta you gotta yeah. co- combo the emodium with the metamucil, and see what happens. And God, it's it's an experimental time when you're on vacation too, right? You just yeah, you're, you're mixing, and you just don't care, right? You're just like you're not at home, you're not really that comfortable. You just gotta you just gotta try a couple of combos out and see what works. Usually, nothing works. Um, do you guys want to talk about UFOs? Y- yeah, we sure. Don't ha- we, we yeah, don't I have do to. actually. Yeah, we sure. No, no. no. <laughs> well, we just we just want to be polite. Things with the with trifles, right? As you as you guys know, the conversations just flow very naturally. Well, yes. that was um, not a natural flow. No, no, because what, what do you you, you're, you didn't oh, even no, exactly. provide any sort of segue. You just came in and said, "Would you like to talk about something totally yeah, different?" Now? Exactly. Else. <laughs> would you like to like move on well so no just to, just to round that off never travel they, my parents sent me all these great pictures of being at disney and they had a great time but they were all like did i tell you this they were all augmented reality because some of the days it was raining right and you know they had their umbrellas and so they they were like these you were able i guess it's the COVID thing if you didn't meet mickey mouse you're able to just get a picture with him um, or something. Well, like anyway, a virtual... I think I've talked about this before. They had a great, what a, had a, great, what a great memory. Yeah, I remember that time they 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 bamboozled me into thinking I met Mickey, but I didn't actually, and it was uh, augmented reality. I'll never forget that. That's right. That's what it's all about. Go on. So dino- uh, dinosaurs, um, <laughs> UFOs, rain. <laughs> 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 well, it's funny you say was... that because there is actually quite a strong piece of evidence that the dinosaurs left on UFOs. So, well, nice segue, Lewis. Um, yeah. No, I watched a video. That guy Johnny Harris, he's like an online. He co- he's like a. He does YouTube vids. He, he calls. Him... I've never heard of him. He's, Johnny, he's you don't know Johnny Harris? No. What about Stephen Smith? Oh, okay. I recognize so, this guy. Johnny Harris. From... He, he did I was just trying to like... think of really generic names. Did he used to work at like super? Did he used to work for Vice or Vox I think or so, someone? Yeah. So he does his own YouTube content now, and some of them are really good. He did one about why the um, the uh, uh, milkshake machine is always broken at McDonald's, but not oh, at like yeah. Wendy's or the other places or whatever. And that that's a really good vid, actually. Though. There's a website that actually tracks which yes, ones are broken. Yes, there is. He talks about that in the vid. Oh, does he? Um, yeah. Okay, cool. So I that's seen a good the video. vid. So there, uh, I think it was about 2004, 2005. The U.S. Navy off the coast of California started spotting these weird flying objects that they couldn't explain. Right. And they traveled much quicker than was possible, and they sort of turned on a dime like in ways that were inconceivable. And um, the Navy pilots were kind of loath to report it because you look like a nut. But you can look this up yourself. You can watch the vid as well. Um, the, the footage was made public of them catching these things on their infrared cameras and all the rest of it. Some of it is explained fairly simply. Some of it is not. Um, yeah, are most like of the simple someone's... explanations that it's birds? No, no. It's... Um, right. One of the it's things like crumbs on the radar screen or radar that scope. is not crumbs. I think one of the big things is that they'll say, "Wow, look how fast that thing's going," but there's like when you're looking through these infrared cameras and all the rest of it, um, it's not really showing you reality. And with further analysis, actually, these things aren't traveling as fast as they thought, but some of them are. So it's a bit weird. But um, this footage is is real. It's released by the American um, military by the Navy, the U.S. Navy, right? And these are like proper pilots, and it's being analyzed by real people and like um the, the the senate or congress whichever fucking one it is has said yes we should look into this and the pentagon has formed a, a new division to examine these things they call them uaps uh, right. unexplained aerial phenomena 
And oh, right. the big thing is that it could actually just be some weird technological breakthrough of some new drone that China or someone is flying in American airspace just to test them out. Or it could even be a US project that is so secret that no one knows about and everything, which I, it didn't really strike me as likely because they've been caught on camera a bunch of times. Yeah, <laughs> well, air, airspace is something that's fairly monitored and locked down and stuff too, right? right. Like, but yeah, like a is, private company couldn't just be testing no. something that flew without needing. No, it's, it's clearly not a private company. A million um, permits and stuff like that. Yeah. And I mean, these things that they've got radar logs of them and all this kind of it, it is an interesting thing to to dive down um but he, as he points out don't go too deep because there's a lot of people that have gone overboard and like they're here you know and all that kind of crap yeah i, yeah. I, I don't think they're aliens i think the, the most likely explanation is that they're drones some classy new kind of drone and they just haven't figured it out you know how to how to to study them yet or, or they, they haven't really got a handle on on um on how to capture these things in a way that that you like to give you an example, one of them, they're like, wow, look at that thing go. And it looks like it's moving incredibly fast on the infrared camera, but it's actually not. It just looks like it because the infrared camera, you'll have to watch the video. It's a bit weird. Either way, it got me thinking, um, if aliens did turn up, right, let's imagine that they did turn up. Uh, what are the chances you think that they'd be benevolent or that they would be here to take over? What, what, um, what do you reckon? I think, um, hmm. I feel like, imagine the most utterly disappointing scenario possible. That's what's going to happen. So you reckon that, the, I mean, I think the most disappointing either way yeah. would be that they turn up and go, there's nothing here for us and leave. <laughs> like that would be like, they actually make first contact and they say, hi, we're from the planet Omicron, um, Omicron Cygni 17. Um, we've been studying you guys for about 50 years now and we've decided uh, you're not very interesting and we're going to leave and you won't hear from us again and uh, there's no one else. It's just us and you and the galaxy and you're very boring, so we're leaving. That would be, I think, the worst <laughs> result in yeah. a way. To know that they're out there, to yeah. have met them, and for them to just be so bored by us that they ghost us. They yeah, essentially pretty ghost much, us. Yeah, imagine on... you made contact with them and you're like, oh my God. And then they just turned around to you and they said, yeah, we've been monitoring for you guys for a long time you're idiots. We don't want anything yeah. to do with There's, you. You have nothing for you us. You have nothing of any sort of value whatsoever. We don't even want to waste our anal probes on you. Yeah, We're just... we, we, we've got a ton of spare probes. We got, but it's just we got a whole stockpile of probes here, revved up and raring and ready to go, but you guys just aren't worth it. Yeah. I think that's what's going to actually happen. Because, I think that would uh, be believable. There's so many people that are just so fucking crazy about all this stuff. And uh, I don't know. I, I feel like... I feel like time and time again, the more hyped up and crazy people go about stuff, uh, the more uh, just utterly disappointed they are with exactly. the reality of the situation. So the the third way, it could, the, the other way it could go, sorry, is um, that they decide to conquer us. Now, my problem with that is, and and I think Stephen Hawking and and a few people have said that if they did, we should be very scared of aliens turn up because when we um, in Europe went to uh, places that were less technologically advanced, like the United States and South America and places like that and Africa, we just conquered them, yeah, um, and basically got rid of them and, and nicked their their land. And so the idea is that the aliens would would conquer us and nick all our stuff and and enslave us or just wipe us out. All right. So I don't know why they would bother doing that. No, because if they can travel through the entire galaxy, it's not like resources are hard to come by. Do you know what I mean? They don't need to struggle to find resources. No, They've got the true, entire yeah. galaxy. There's a lot of like, gas out there. We need your water. It's like, yeah. you can get fucking water on the moon, son. Like, you can get water all over the place. It's not they hard can to get, come by. Yeah, and minerals and, and uh, metals and all that kind of stuff, they, they probably... Depending on how technologically advanced they are, it's probably easier for them to find it elsewhere than on yeah, Earth, right? Yeah, in an asteroid, but you don't it, even need to land. They'd have to set up a quarry and a mining operation, and uh, they would probably unionize. And stuff. It's a whole it's headache, a whole, right? It's a yeah. whole problem. So they yeah. could just mine the asteroid belts. Yeah. Also, anything they get, they're going to have to schlep it all the way back to, to their home planet or, yeah. or some other planet. That's going to be a hell of a, hell of a, a journey. So yeah. I don't think they'd bother conquering us. No. Um, so the third option is they well, it's not out. worth it. No, it's, it's not, not worth, worth it. it. It's, it's a not, massive I mean, it's hassle. More, it's more, it's more energy to get it back than, than it's it worth. would be yeah. to, to manufacture it out of energy at their end. Okay, but listen, I mean? here's a question for you. Let's say we did make contact with an alien race, and let's say they were interested in opening up some form of negotiation with us, or you know they were about to enslave us, but they just wanted to talk to somebody to see if we could 
convince them. Who do you think who is uh, on earth and alive right now would be the best person to be our ambassador to, Paul, to the Paul aliens? Blart, Paul Blart Mall Cop. <laughs> right. Okay. What about you, Lewis? Who do you, who do you think? Um, God, I don't know. Like, who's the, what, we'll say Brian Cox, shall we? Professor I Brian Cox. About space. Yeah. Send Brian who, up. He, he could just, uh, I think you need someone, I don't know, you know. You, Go on, somebody pick, a, pick like. a representative of humanity. Wait, somebody who's probably really good with international affairs that could then apply that to intergalactic affairs, because that's what we'd be dealing with. We don't right? have be anyone the first like first of their kind. Well, no, I don't but think you, we've got anyone But like so that. you have to find somebody who has a somewhat similar skill set to begin with, and then... So here's the problem. But, but also he's an action hero, how just in case they need to fight their way off. How they hard would it be? Ex, they need some ex-military background. Go on. We, we would have to agree, as a species, on one thing for the first time, that we need to pick a person who represents the entire planet. Yeah. It's impossible. They would. That's how they could paralyze the entire planet. Yes. By saying, choose one person, yeah. and we're going to deal with them. Uh, you've got 30 days. We just annihilate ourselves rather than pick somebody. That's how you'd start the war, the Third World War, guaranteed. There as would soon be a, as it's a big getting, ego thing. Yeah, because it would be like every no country's going to accept them sending. Like you're going to have to pick someone from a country that nobody really cares about. Yeah, and nobody has a beef with. Because if pick we, someone if, from, if like, America sent like Dwayne the Rock Johnson, then France would turn around and be like, no, 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 we want to send Gerard Depardieu who has to go. Must be, or perhaps uh, Kylian Mbappe is a footballer. <laughs> we could send him, uh, or a chef. We could send one of our menu chefs, Wolfgang Puck. Is he German or French? <laughs> I cannot remember. Send him. God, he would just he would just insult the aliens. That would cause a diplomatic incident immediately. Those guys, they have no filter. They just tell it like it is. I mean, know? if you put it to a public vote, I think it would get trolled extremely quickly. Yeah, um, we'd send Gaza. They'd, yeah, yeah, send Gaza like a there with show. Some, a bit of chicken in a fucking fishing pool. I watched a documentary on Gaza recently because I, I, <laughs> I know sake. of him, but I didn't know a tremendous amount about him. Right. And, uh, I mean, it's interesting. There isn't that much to know, I don't think. Oh, oh, he was, God, he was our best generational surprised. talent of a footballer. We could fill a whole uh, documentary. I, I, I think Aliens, right? The thing is, Aliens on Earth, to me, is like a little bit like believing in ghosts, right? It's just so... When you actually start unpicking it and the, the ramifications of what that means, it's like, all right, so aliens are just kind of here to fly around real fast. Yeah, the the and... thing with ghosts as well is it's it's uh, it, a lot of a lot of these beliefs are like in 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 a lot of ways just sort of self-serving, right? We'll believe in ghosts because we need closure on something or or whatever, right? Like we need to know like how something happened or we want to say one final goodbye or you know what we want to we we need to know like what happened. There's always something around also, ghosts. Also it, it implies right? an afterlife which is quite reassuring, right? To I know. suppose, yeah. But but even yeah. with aliens as well, I I think that it's it's almost um, there, there's it's not the exact same thing, but I think people who tend to believe in, in in aliens, I'm sure there are aliens out there. I'm not saying that they don't exist, but I think stereotypically the way that we think about them and believe uh, in them and stuff is is sort of like it's it's almost like an escapism, right? We feel like we're gonna be kidnapped in the middle of the night and taken on a UFO and then whisked away from the earth and anally probed and, and all mm. this like other weird stuff that tends to be the the sort of stereotypical ufo stuff but it, it i don't know a lot of this stuff just just seems like the root of it just seems like self-serving right it's it, it's not yeah. You're absolutely right i i think that that people people we are the the kings of jumping to conclusions right the humanity is very much we'll believe what we want to you know. to make ourselves feel better about just about anything right like uh, but, but we we have a habit of like trying to link things together you know you're like oh okay these this, i'm hearing a rattling of chains and i'm hearing a clonking at this time and this guy died at this time so it must be a ghost yeah you know? and it, it must so, be my uncle so and uh where, and where did he leave else. the keys to his chevy oh uncle let's do a seance and ask him <laughs> you know yeah. it's just it's all shit like that it seems like scamming too right like we're the kings of like the the the, the, the like seeing what we want to see and also our brains are pretty bad and you know we're, our memories are so fragile in a sense you know people and also how much how easily you can influence other people's brains
sense, you know, with with memory. We talked about this before, but but I mean, when it comes to, to aliens, I think that it, it falls apart. But also, when you look at people's experience with aliens, it's very heavily based on media, right? Yes, and. And and media has explored aliens in a very ex- accessible way for idiots, right? I.e., most aliens, at least initially on TV, were uh, human-like. Okay, they were four four appendages, and they walked around upright, and they were quite skinny, and they had eyes in their heads, and they right? were smoking re- doobies. Realistically, the this 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 these rules that we've established for what is um, alien, right, is is unlikely to be any similarity at all there's yeah. the, you know they could be eight-legged or 16-legged or no-legged yeah. they could be right. massive or tiny they could have it no might eyes just be or different like eyes. a germ they, they might just be like everything like about germs. us from obviously just from from our physical appearances is entirely based on our planet right the way we see light the way we hear sound um, the way we we do everything is is based on Earth, right? And, and if, if life evolved on a similar planet, maybe they are similar. Maybe life can only evolve on similar planets, and so maybe they are similar. But it just feels to me like it's very naive to think that aliens would behave like us or think like us. And, and in a sense, like even like unless they had gone through some very similar pattern where they had conquered previous inferior races on their planet and learned that that was wrong, I think that we would have trouble going. You, I mean, not that they're aliens, so they're not like us, but if we went to another planet, we would feel bad, surely, about enslaving them all, <laughs> right? There, w- there would be some hesitation there, unless we were so, unless they were literally microbes, right? Yeah. And we were like, oh, they're just microbes, let's enslave them. So you've you got to think, like, like, at what scale does that mean? You know, is it just size? You know, what if they're a lot, what if they're microbial and they see us as just, you know, s- slow lumbering mountains, you know? I think that, that alien life is, inherently alien and i think that media does a bad job yeah. often of exploring it because they want a human actor to fucking act as that alien yeah and so it, and it has to be accessible to the viewer so, I mean, and so as a result there have been quite a few aliens um throughout uh the, the history of sort of alien movies there was yeah. a movie called life with jake gyllenhaal where the alien is basically like a tiny plant almost like blob thing hey, what about cocoon and, remember that one yeah cocoon exactly well they, they were humanoid yeah the aliens in, in, i think in it's cocoon. definitely a more recent phenomenon right with with things like arrival and e. exploring kind e. of was more kind of, of like a like a uh a like splat. a fact finding mission he's more like a right? splat of yeah. a human wasn't he really he was I mean, like he, a little he was vaguely humanoid. E. Was like right. a fucked up human i mean okay oh listen i got another scenario for you okay so <laughs> an alien an alien lands much like E.T. is unfamiliar with the world, okay? And every generation, like we've seen in E.T. in the 80s, the kids of the 80s had to try to explain to E.T. certain things. What what, what do you think if an alien landed today and you were in charge of explaining to them things that they might come across in the modern day, right. what things would you struggle with like awkwardly to explain? The first thing that comes to my mind is uh, stepsister porn. Like uh, trying to explain yeah. that That's to a big one. E.T. I think dabbing, explaining dabbing right. would be difficult um the, the the nature of fads people doing gestures because everybody else is doing them um yeah. yo-yos very hard to explain yo-yos i think to aliens um i don't know came... i think yo-yos is pretty straightforward though because it's right, like one of those things to me i'm an alien people okay what is this uh, device just a rolling device on a string that's that's meant for fun what just what try is it fun what just roll it what? I cannot do it. Just with the string. Oh, this, I this figured is bullshit. it out. There's nothing to them. That's the thing. We will now That's destroy it. your world. You've, you've angered them. You've angered them with yo-yos. Well done. Think no, of something no, no. else. They're not going to get angry by yo-yos. I, They're I more, more likely to get angry by the dabbing or something else instead, I would I would have thought. No? Before think, yo-yos? Uh, Certainly, none of our technology would be new to them. But if they if they had got as far as we have, and, and further, obviously, they would have, I think, had to go through very similar... Um, evolution, because the key to life sort of persisting is that it wins a contest of some kind, either against others of its own kind or its environment, right? It's a contest-based evolutionary system. And it's not a competition in the same way that it's like, you know, you're not playing football and whoever wins, wins. I'm just saying you either out-compete your neighbors, 
not in a even in a conscious way, but because you are, you have the longer neck and you can reach the higher leaves, that kind of thing. So in that way, they would have had to evolve in a similar kind of way. And equally, you would have to be defensive of your own life and the life of your offspring, because without those things, essentially, I suppose they could be like fish and just lay eggs and then fuck off. But then, well, this is it. But then you like, don't get a society. To... That's the thing. If they just, I think if, society if, if aliens were here, I think eggs, I would be so embarrassed about the the planet generally. The I'd state be like, of our planet would be pretty embarrassing. Um, well, not yeah. Like I think so. Like just how naive we are with regards towards. I, I feel like humanity, the human race generally, and this is something partly throughout history too. Is, has just been this kind of disgusting moss growing across the planet, right? This kind of plague with 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 pockets of enlightenment are you, amongst are, the are scum. You, are you saying what I think you're saying? What? Human beings are a virus. <laughs> are you Agent Smithing humanity right now? You're a disease. Well, I think like I think like the thing is we 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 obviously advance okay and we have this idea of nobility and higher power and liberty and equality and fraternity and freedom and these pockets of 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 progress you know do drive us forward and the vast majority of people are good but i think like there's so many pockets of like even like ufo believers and and ghost believers and religious nutcases and you know all of the people who are persecuted across the world we we, st we have so much to improve upon right we have so much so far to go and i think i don't i wonder whether we're ever gonna get there because there's always a new generation of kids like i, I was thinking about this the other day as well sips like what is the deal with <laughs> stepsister porn where does that come from <laughs> I don't because know. back in the day that was i i saw that as incest and so is it, is well, it the taboo uh, back thing? in the day, I mean, when you found a VHS tape in uh, your friend's uh, dad's basement or whatever, uh, it was always just like, you, you know, a guy. A man with a mustache a having man, sex with a lady. A lady still has fucking her, her, her tennis instructor <laughs> or, or karate. <laughs> yeah sensei right. or something you know so, it was so very simple it, stuff it wasn't do, do people so i think it's either two things okay one i think it's just the, the taboo right the idea that it's it's kind of incest but it's okay i, I actually have the answer for this right I, I actually, so here's my uh, second option all right that much like everything on the internet kids or you, you know teens run it Jesus. and then everyone else picks up the trend afterwards right that yeah. when you look at like the most downloaded apps on phones right which we all have as adults uh it is entirely kids stuff it's like barbie friend finder and D dress my doll and you know these are like the number two and three think, think downloaded that's insulting games. to you know I mean? uh to me and the many other adults who find solace every day in barbie <laughs> friend finder but, but, we... but it's it's like it's like jeremy you know I like that they are all all these the tiktok is obviously huge and it's used by kids right yeah, it, it really is, is. Big time, and, yeah. And obviously, adults use it too, but I think they use it in spite of, of you know, because it's popular. They don't realize it's kids that are making it popular. Like, like, like all these adults that play Fortnite. I'm like, you play Fortnite because the the kids made that trend, right? And they made it popular. It's popular because the yeah. kids are playing, it, not because adults are playing it. No adults made Fortnite popular. No, that's what I'm saying. Well, I mean, it was some, popular some with were, kids beforehand. Somewhere in the scene, making it uh, popular, and they're popular the because time. they're watched by kids. Don't get yes, me wrong. Yes, but, yeah. I mean, what I'm saying is that I wonder whether we know how much kids rule the world. And there's always new kids. There's always new idiots. There's new fools. There's new, and they click on ads more. They drive things more. They're always stupid. I wonder, as humanity, we're always going to have this lowest common denominator shit coming through because kids drive everything. They drive right, but, the algorithms. Yeah, yeah. So, they drive so the, all of it. But but kid, kids, we're driven by idiots. We're, we're like in a car piloted by idiots. We're not kids. Kids are very hard to. To please, they you have to get it yeah. just right. You have to get quite lucky, I think, for something to succeed. And the popularity of a thing, you can't force that. You say kids. kids have good taste. I'm saying that they're very choosy. <laughs> yeah, I'm not <laughs> saying that, that their taste is necessarily good, but they're they're definitely looking for something. It's not it's not just put any old thing in front of them and they'll like it. They're, right, they are people, picky. I mean, you only have to look at toy manufacturers, the number of toys they produce every year that do fucking nothing yeah. and die on their ass. And the ones that succeed 
just somehow tap into yeah but i don't think those fucking ones that succeed are somehow genius and that we you know that it's pushing the boundaries well, of evolution the, ones... the aliens are not going to turn up hold and go on, these on. children There's... are very discerning why they is it the job of children adolescent. it's not the job of children to evolve society the no, things that is. they like I'm saying so, well, it, I'm first saying of all it... is Fortnite doing anything for the planet no well, it just no... happens to be what's popular but you're that's picking an example, a bad example though like i think like, i think well, like, there's nothing you know, else the... that i can get wu-tang skins in so um there's it, it's got that going for it at least right no i'm Indeed. just saying like i i wonder how much impact they the, how, how much humanity is going to be limited by the fact that we have this ignorant period where we're always going to be stupid we're always going to fumble and make mistakes and 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 be shit you know and, and these these things like religion and, and negative ideas are going to come through again and again because we can't get over this hump of you know we're, are we always going to have shit we're politicians simple. are we yeah, always yeah. going to have shit adults are we always going to have shit yeah. people because we are yeah because we're we shit. always have done like, it and we always will do because shit I, people don't train up new you know shit teachers make shit kids make shit people i don't know like here's the thing a- i've got two theories about everything that you've just said and i'd like to express them if i may okay it's your turn sorry the, f- the first one about s- oh step bro what are you doing that kind of porn why is that popular now and you're like oh it's the kids driving and young people watching porn so i was thinking first of all why why now is this suddenly popular and obviously the internet is going to jump on trends and if there's one successful step bro uh porn movie i'm sure all the other porn makers out there are noticing that and copying it that's true however bear in mind divorce rates peaked peaked in like the late 90s and early 2000s they have declined a little bit you've suddenly got lots of people growing up with step siblings far more than previously ah so you think there's a correlation there yes because of course what do you cover? You cover what you see every day, as as Hannibal Lecter told us, right? So right. you have this stepsister. She's hot. And in your mind, it's not really incest because we're not related by blood. She's my stepsister. Like, so my mum had me and my, my stepdad has a daughter from a different relationship. Is that really incest? That's the justification. Sure. So if you're a, a horny I get that. dude. I get the technicalities, but I guess it's the situations that this that comes that the the fantasy comes out of or whatever, right? I, I'm like, I'm I'm not quantifying I'm not justifying it at all. I'm no. just explaining I bet how you there's, I bet you it it's not popular. just one reason as well. It's probably ten reasons. Right, factors, but I, right, I think there has to be a factor. And especially if you look at the the app the age of people that watch the most porn is 18 to 29 and 30 to 39. So people 40 and under. So in other words, that generation that grew up with divorces and step-siblings being commonplace, and now we have the rise of of step porn. So I'm just wondering if that might be a factor. Your thing about how we don't have any good politicians and we're shit, I think, first of all, (laughs) I I agree. But the reason for that, I think, if you look at the advances that we made, I'm not talking scientifically, I'm talking as societies, moving like great philosophers, great thinkers, people we still look at now as being incredible people that changed history for, for, for the good and sometimes for the ill. The First World War and the Second World War killed off so many brilliant people who were leaders, who were smart, who were driven, yeah, who progressives, were amazing all sorts, yeah. people yeah. died in that war. So if we were playing a video game, and one of the measures of your success as a planet, imagine you're managing planet Earth, you have this this gene pool of brilliant people, a fuckload of those got killed. You just got set back like a hundred turns. So I think that we have fucked ourselves by having the most destructive century imaginable. And that was the 20th century. And we fucked everything up. And now we're reaping the terrible, terrible, terrible rewards of a shithole century where like 90 million, 100 million people easy died in in wars. And these would have been like the best people, especially the First World War. No, no, no. You had, yes, absolutely. Absolutely. They would have been the leaders, the politicians, the artists, the writers, the scientists, the the business leaders of that next generation. And then we waited 30 years and we did it again. No, so the, we right. stamped out oh, I, any chance I see of what success. You're yeah. This is why we have these old folks on, yeah. on all the these fucking idiots running things that don't know what they're doing. Because where did they come from? They just went to a fancy school. And their parents were fucking cowards that didn't even have the decency to go over the top and die in World War One. The the right. brave leaders all said, Follow me, chaps, we'll be fine, and died. 
and the, the oh, I see. We see selectively bred out. We anti-evolution. We anti-evolutioned ourselves. All the courageous people went to war and died, so we yeah. were left with the pussies. All the guys where, that where pretended the, they the, had a bad leg and stayed home. That's yeah. what we've got. Them and their and their lousy offspring. Right. Listen, you know, that, that's it. That's where we are. So all our leaders I like fucking that. suck. That actually, I, I like that. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I always joke about how, you know, we Brits had this huge empire, right? And so anyone who was adventurous went off to some distant fucking part of the empire. And I'm I'm descended from the cows who stayed at home and did right. the washing. Do you know what I mean? That's why we all suck nowadays. That's it. I, I think, like, I don't mean it. I'm only messing, right? I'm only sort of spitballing. But I guess, I guess my feeling is, like, like I, I'm so unhappy with things that seem to, history seems to repeat right and we've had bad leaders throughout history and good leaders too throughout history but we always seem to still find people who are even in the eyes of modern society terrible role models and when you look at donald trump for example like there's tons of other examples of politicians in charge over the world or or just leaders of companies leaders of even leaders of even people we you know lead out the creators of our media like justin roiland right who really should know better like the president of the united states is supposed to be a role model you know a guy who has a trophy wife and gropes people in the pussy like do you mean any kind of it normalizes like being gross being being awful and it's almost like and it feels like people are getting away with it and not being called on it for for what it should be so i i guess i'm a fan of am i a fan of cancel culture now (laughs) just I, i i but i think like anyone who's got a brain cell keeps their disgusting opinions to themselves right and so they they die with them, and that's fine. I don't. I I guess I'm I'm scared that it, we only know about the awful people who are stupid enough to out themselves as awful, right? There's a lot of awful people oh, who yeah. are probably smart enough to keep their awfulness out of the public eye and not get pilloried for it. But equally, they're not spreading that awfulness and educate and teaching other people like Andrew Tate, teaching other people that being awful. Is a, is a, is the way to be, you know? It's the way to get ahead, or like acting as some sort of ed- educator for awfulness. And and I think that you know, if you if you die with your views intact in, in your head, you're not hurting anyone, right? <laughs> True. Um, so uh, does it matter? Is what I'm saying. I, 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 I think I think, think that it's always been the feeling that we should um, have these terrible opinions out there, and essentially they're, they're so shitty um, that they'll defeat themselves. That essentially we will confront them and say, "Well, this is clearly ridiculous," and people will just go, "Yes, you're right," and they won't believe it. But instead, it turns out that if you give a platform to people like Andrew Tate, people don't listen to him and say, "What a load of bollocks," and laugh at him. An awful lot of them go, "Yeah." Um, and buy his merch. So it's a tricky one. It because- is tricky. And I think we, it's us underestimating or sorry, overestimating the average person, right? I think, I think, think a lot of the time you're right. I think people people think people won't buy that. That's that's a load of obvious rubbish. But then you can never underestimate do. the public or whatever. Yeah. Like, there's this classic saying that, you know, it's, it, I mean, not that we have the fucking hottest, the coolest takes ever. You know, no, this, but our this takes, podcast, I would hope, oh, I do. are not. I don't know. Not, about well, you guys, of course. But I hope we we're are, not advocating uh, uh, shitty behavior. No. And, and all, but where I think that a lot of people listen to this podcast and and fr- frustratedly feel feel like they want to jump in and, and say you guys are wrong and we probably are a lot of the time and we change our opinions and we're that's what the mailbag's for for you to rant at us and yeah, for well, us to either to choose to ignore them or feel bad them. for a week <laughs> afterwards i do want to learn i do want to be better and i guess like my my opinions aren't i haven't written them all down and on a stone tablet like Aristotle and, and really come up with elegant ways to say them. They're just like my stupid trying to ways to understand this planet and why things are like it is. And I think that why why I would feel embarrassed about aliens coming down and being yeah, like, sorry guys, up. just don't look at this bit. I mean, um, they, would, they would look around and say, let me get this straight. You guys still just have like separate countries and you're all fighting with each other and they, you know, you've definitely got enough to go around and you're just keeping it for just a few people, you'd be like, well, yeah, because that's fair, isn't it? And they'd be like, okay, uh, what about this environment thing? Because this is your only planet, right? We're like, yeah. Like, how's that going? And it's like, well, you know, there's money to be made and it's a complicated issue. But like, okay, what, what is this money <laughs> stuff? You're still, still fanning around with money. Well, yeah, because it's not fair otherwise. But what if only a few people have all of it? Well, I mean, they, they, they deserve it. Okay. All right. We're going to go back to our planet. Uh, good luck. 
and see, you in, we'll see, you, and see you in a thousand years we'll come but, back uh, but even then i feel like they'd come back and it'd be the same like a thousand years sure no, there'd be nothing change. left a lot of change oh there'll be nothing left. <laughs> yeah they come back true. yeah you got how many nuclear submarines good lord <laughs> yes <Yeah. laughs> wow. it's quite a lot we're just gonna back off a little bit um because that's like a tinderbox you got going there Whew. I've got um, uh, I've got an update. This is hot off the press. Somebody's just let me know. What this. is this from um, a mailbag thing? This is not mailbag. This is live coming to you live from social media. Holy, I have an update. Holy um, crap! Holy. It's a reference to an episode. I would say must be could be could be a hundred episodes back, perhaps less. Right. Mary Mary Kondo has quit. No. Yeah, she is going to tidy no well, more. Well, she's like you. It didn't spark enough joy for her. No, no, no. Yeah. She's like you. She's got like three kids, oh. and they're f she cannot possibly keep it clean and have a career. Sure. So the the picture this is on in Variety. <laughs> she must have made enough me. money to have her own space, though. Like maybe a a, a small space that An she assistant. can retreat to in in of an evening, play some well, wow maybe, by herself or something for maybe what hour? sparks joy in children is not the same as what sparks joy in middle aged yeah, women. What sparks joy in children is making a fucking mess all the time. Yeah, yeah. Imagine exactly. if you're Mary Kondo. You're not just an average parent. When it comes to tidying up, you are the Mary Kondo of tidying up. And now I don't know how many kids she has. If she even with two, she's got three. She's got three. Oh she's my like, God. my house is messy, is what she said. Yes, because you have three children, Mary Kondo and or Marie Kondo, and now you need to try to maintain a condo level of tidiness, you not just cannot. a human level. A Marie Kondo level of tidiness with three kids and do the whole parenting it's not, thing? It's not no possible. Wonder. It's honestly, it's not possible. Uh, yeah, I think she's at this point, she said, you know what? I could just imagine one moment just snapped. She picked up the same piece of Lego from the same fucking bit of the floor for the 17th day in a row. And she's like, that's it. I'm done with the tidying up. I don't give a, I'm a, I'm Marie Kondo don't give a fuck anymore. I'm out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think it's probably like, more, like uh, more so she woke up in the morning. She's like, okay, I, I'm, I'm at the point now where I just simply must do one thing. Like, I'm just going to tidy this one drawer today and that'll make me feel better. And she said that at six o'clock in the morning and it's now seven o'clock at night and she still hasn't done it. And that that's the shit that chips away at you, right? Like, you, it's just like one simple thing you can't even yeah. do because the, you're just bulldozed the rest of the day by requests and more requests. I really need to tidy up sh shit. my office. I, I have like I have such a lot of mess in my office and partly because board games and Warhammer and stuff takes up so much space but like like it's just a tip always and I feel bad about it all the time I'm gonna marry Kondo my office this week okay I, that's I, my I, I will I will say that I I'll will do but, I, but I won't no I won't that's either happen. I won't I even say that I will either I just I, just I received won't do a it. present this week wow. I want to talk about my present I got this oh. Forbidden Planet which is my favourite comic shop in London uh, heard on the podcast that I was a big Judge Dredd fan and they sent me I tweeted a picture of it it's an A1 it's literally an A1 sized comic book hardback Judge Dredd Signed A1. by it's it's fucking huge, dude. It A one is ton. like the mega floppy. Yes, it's huge. It's, it's huge. It's A1. absolutely huge. It's massive. Maybe it's A two. I don't know. It's big. Oh, it's big. Yeah, I mean, A one is is really so. It, it's the length of my arm. Okay, it's 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 a big, big, big comic book signed by legendary Judge Dread artist Brian Boland. <clears throat> it's the my pride and joy of my comic collection. Instantly, and they just sent it to me. So I just want to say thank you to them. It is. I am so fucking happy. Nice. And wow. I, I, I couldn't believe it when I got it. I was Are you going to stick away. it on the wall? Well, no, it's just sitting on my floor because I'm like, where the fuck do I put this? It's so big. So I don't know what to well, do. Well, you're going to have to clear some wall space, get it framed. There is that. No, like... I mean, I could get it framed, but then you can't look inside it. So that's kind of defeats the point of a comic, doesn't it? Oh, because oh, oh, I'm thinking it was a post in my brain. No, it's a huge book. How, are you going to have to like, you have to big, get a bigger house. I, I mean, I wish. <laughs> <laughs> we Just do talk like... about that because obviously living in London, the house we've got, we've got um, three bedrooms and my office, right? Which for a London house is is Big. that's decent, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and we we had to get the loft converted and all the rest of it, which and we were all you know it, it's pretty squeezed in. Did we you guys convert the loft yourself? Yeah, we did. Yeah. What like you did you get somebody in to do it or did you do it? Yes, of course. All I right. mean, no, I didn't do it. Jeez, that's why I'm up here now. Right. How long did it take you to rubble. get it done? Um, we were here. We bought this place in the early 2000s, and then when we were when Mrs. F was pregnant with 
uh, our eldest, we were like, we're going to need more fucking space. And we'd spoken before about getting the loft converted. I, I, my brother-in-law used to live with us. We, we bought the house together because none of us could afford to buy a house on our own. So he had one room and me and Mrs. have had the other. But then, of course, where does the baby go? So we got the loft converted, two new bedrooms, which was massive. Mm -hmm. But they had to completely move the staircase. They had to put new steels in to support everything. Mm -hmm. It was a good eight weeks of work. Um, I mean, it was a full crew of lads working like all day, every day. Yeah. Mrs. Mrs. F, um, it actually, they didn't start until the summer. So I stayed up here in London working and Mrs. F um, had the baby in eight late April and went down and basically stayed with either my mum or her parents down in Bournemouth and I would zip down after work sometime because I finished work at like midnight 1am. Yeah. I would come down, spend a few days with them and then come back up here and keep an eye on things and, and be in the house and work. Um, so I lived in like this bombed out house, like no part of it was livable. Whichever room they'd finished, I lived in that room. So I just slept wherever I could. I just dragged a mattress around and fucking slept on that. The sort of thing that I would never do now. But when I was 33, it didn't feel like a big deal. So that that's uh, we had it done. Then sounds like the last of us. It was rough. It was very last of us. Yeah. Um, but um, then we had the kitchen redone a few years after that because it was tiny and shit. And there was like a, a side return on the house, which is like a chunk cut out of the house just for no fucking reason. So we filled all that in. That was a huge fucking project. And that took about two and a half months. So the whole downstairs was unlivable for that time. So we finally got to the point now where there's no more big work to do on the house. And yet, and yet, it's like, shit, we could do with some more space. There's like, always, always something think. you can do on a house, though. But the kids are getting older. Yeah. I mean, my eldest is going to be 14 this year. Jesus. She's going to be, I know. So it's not going to be that much longer before they're going <laughs> to kiss off to uni and all the rest I of know, it. I know, but I mean, the thing is, when she goes to university, she'll need somewhere to come back to, because I don't know if you've oh, seen yeah, the, yeah. the price of uh, housing and stuff now, but uh, oh, of course. this, this generation uh, they're, they're are so utterly fucked. It's unbelievable. Yeah. That's another thing we'll have to explain to the aliens. They'll be like, oh, so you value your young, do you? Just as we do on Omicron per No, we uh, do everything we can <laughs> to... Uh... <laughs> it's like, yes, that's exactly what we do. Oh, geez. It's terrifying. We love having the back. I think it's... I talk to a lot of people like... I'm sure Sips is in the same boat when he's streaming. A lot of the people that watch are like young. Yeah. Um, And, and they're always like, Pyrian, do you have any advice for... Like, I'm, I've just finished university. What the fuck do I do? And I was like, well, first of all, don't ask me. Ask someone who knows what they're doing. Yeah. I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. No. But I said, don't worry. Don't be thinking I've got to have a career straight out of the gate. I don't think I anybody knows up, what they're doing at that point no, in their life. No. Like it, when, when you finish school, you're, you're not even thinking about what you're doing after school most of the time while you're at school, right? right? You're just getting through school, hanging out with your friends, going to parties or doing whatever it is that you do during school and not really taking it that seriously or thinking too hard about what's going to come after and then um when when after does come you just kind of figure it out sort of but so but but, but i think is, i think that the misconception is that a lot of people think that once they're done school they're going to land a job and that's going to be their job for the rest of their life until right, they retire yeah. it's going to be like their career or whatever but like life just does not work like that you might do something for a year and hate it and then just do something completely different uh, something yeah. completely unrelated to what you went to even to school for or, or anything you don't know like so, you have to live life to 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 get out there and figure out what i you're couldn't do i couldn't and... agree more however however the problem is we're also telling these same kids Good luck ever buying a fucking house. Well, yeah, there is like that. ever. I mean, good luck even being able to afford getting out of your parents' house and just renting yeah. somewhere without having to share with a bunch of people. Mm. So I think the problem is saying to them that I mean, our experience was very similar in that we both basically did programming at a company we didn't like, and then went and did something else, and both got lucky and in going into like all this stuff. Yeah. Um, and I've, I mean, Lewis as well, even more so, I think, went from, yeah, I don't think you were miserable, Lewis, were you in what you were doing, but you just kind of got into well, this okay. other thing. And I, I, I think what happened just for me, I don't know what happened for everyone else, but I think when I came out of school, I I was very, out of uni, out of chemistry uni, I was very disillusioned with chemistry. I was kind of sick of it. I felt like I've wasted a lot of time. I, I, by the end of my third year, I was very depressed and I was like, God, I'm just going to finish off this whole fourth year. And I spent the whole year pretty miserable living on my own, not having many friends, came out to live with my parents. I didn't even go back to uni to graduate. Wow. Um, I was I was not in a very good place mentally. And I, 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 I felt like 
I had got into a couple of jobs and um, every time it was almost like dating where I was like, oh, this, this will be nice. They look, they look nice on the surface. They're friendly. They're cool. <laughs> they're, they're interesting. And then you look, you get there and you find out that you hate it and you hate everyone and you hate everything. And you're like disillusioned because, and, and even if you find something that you quite like, very quickly, you're working for someone else, right? This is a common thing with work. And it's like, I'm just, I, I, I want to throw myself into this. Like, I think this is why they hire these young staffers at like the White House and, and uh, uh, newspapers and things. It's because they're super keen, passionate. They've got cutting edge knowledge of like the late, they've just come out of school. You know, going back to school, some people talk about doing that just to refresh their fucking knowledge of like what's going on because you get so out of date when you're when you haven't been in school for 15 20 years right mm. and also you get so stuck in the ways of, and limited in the ways that companies do things or force you to do things and so what I, I guess like what i wanted was something i could throw myself into and everything that i found wasn't that um it was just something to pass the day and it very quickly ground me down and turned me into like a someone who was trying to do the bare minimum to get by it I, like the gate it just teaches you right naturally that that's the way to do it like what's the incentives right like like I'm not getting paid if I work extra, if I grind extra, if I and and the only the only benefit is people don't judge me or tell me off or you know the toxic work environment is what makes me work hard. Like I I was very disillusioned very very quickly and I start and I, as soon as I could I, I I started doing things on the side right and so I had these like freelance writing gigs and then doing other things you know off off my own projects until I was able to escape from the rat race kind of thing right and, and I always recommend that to people like you know you should if you if you can find a job that that works for you and it feels good and the people are good and you and you still feel excited to because you do have to have a job really for two reasons one to pay pay bills but two for sanity humanity humans need like something to you do and something. i think a job yeah. it's a it is good it, to have something if you if you're i'm sure it's not very healthy well this is wasn't for me when i was when i had periods of time after uni when i spent six months you know living with my parents playing games all day and I, and I didn't feel fulfilled i didn't feel like i was making any progress towards anything i i, I felt miserable um that was the worst i've ever felt in my life and it wasn't and what actually got me out of that was after about you know, a year or something, I, I started taking on temp jobs and I worked at a hospital and I worked at the church and I worked at various places and had this sort of period of a couple of years where I just did different things until I felt better and more comfortable and more in a more of a direction of where I wanted to be, which ended up doing, being doing science writing stuff. But, but then obviously that changed into making YouTube videos and, and, and but that, that, you know, I didn't know that that would even be a thing. I, I feel like you, you may you may have you will have to find your own way and and and, but can, and so the question is follow your own passion the, the, the advice well, that we're given is essentially from one generation prior so have things changed to the point now where if you're 21 and I you would just argue, got out of uni, I would argue not like humans feel the same way like 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 when I, i'm sure you know an angsty teen feels the same now as they did in stone age times yeah. right like <laughs> like it, it can't be that different and and so I, i'm getting I, but then again everyone is different and some people feel lost but other people feel like they're super confident and they know everything like i meet some people who are 18 and fully have their like their life like a better life philosophy and a better i think they just be better educated than i was or better more have more rounded or had better role models or influence from their parents to give them a better grounding in how to navigate this world but you know i, I think i had a better one than most but i still really was pretty clueless and fucked it up many times and and had a horrible time in my in my early 20s you know and um and i mean i i think something even i wrestle with sometimes now like like you know some days i don't feel fulfilled some days i like mm, i'm not really loving what i'm doing at the moment i'm not loving this podcast <laughs> no, no i'm always excited <laughs> what? but do, do you know what i mean I, I think that it, it, it's this is something we talk about all the time as creators because you have to be you have to enjoy it or else you have to be genuine you have to genuinely like want to do it because if you don't it comes through and the audience um see it right like and if you're unhappy there's no you know i think you have to be you have to have your finger on what is fun we've, we've always tried to talk to try to encourage this like you know chase chase things that make you that that make you want to get up in the morning for them Ch chase that excitement try and chase that that's things that spark joy the, the old mary condo you know yeah and mm. um and and people have been through you're not unique right you, you don't you're not the only person who feels away uh, you know either depressed or 
or miserable or, or mm. confused or, or or lost like oh am i the only person on the planet who doesn't know what i want to be but no you, you there's loads of people and, and in, in many ways for me you youtubing and the thing i do now didn't exist when i left university and there there was no career in in this and in 10 years time or 5 years time if if you're lost now don't feel like you're going to be lost forever because the world changes quite quickly. And you know, I'm not. I don't. I'm not suggesting people become a delivery driver or you know get get involved with the gig economy. But that gig economy thing is so weird and new and like like crazy, right? Like that you can get an app that gives you like oh, there's 350 different jobs you can do now, and of course you get paid fuck all. And you know. It's it, you're working for some faceless corporation, and it's you know I don't know it's not it's not the best. But I mean, I, think I, that I would say prepare ourselves for the coming of the aliens because they'll <laughs> have jobs smashing rocks and and carrying water onto the mothership. So don't worry I'm too just, much. There's the always jobs new are stuff. Coming. The jobs are. Who coming. knows what they're gonna bring? Yeah, yeah. like yeah. I, I don't know. Like the world's as much as I want to say, as much as I keep saying that the world is the same. Partly because I've been reading all these history books, and it's like so. I guess it, maybe it's because they're written by modern people, but the people and still, you know, like like the intrigues in Rome and or Greece, you know, and all these drama it's like their drama's more interesting than our drama and that's 2000 years they had better drama than us do you know what I mean true yeah um, like oh, I, I mean I also just, just if anybody is interested Marie Kondo has just quit so there's a hole in the market right there you can become a famous tiger. right yeah you might like right. that I mean, there's always options every day just keep oh, your I eye see. on the, if you, on the paper if you want to if you want to come up if you want to be the new yeah, <laughs> right there, job opening. <laughs> I don't know. I, I goes. I I just love the fact because she it didn't feel like she was going to be the one to quit. I mean, that doesn't feel very Marie <laughs> she Kondo. She didn't feel like a quitter. It, and now she's one no. one extra baby tipped it. One I know. Extra baby. It's like just goes to show, doesn't it, Sips? Yeah. What you're going through that one extra baby and uh, everything goes out the window. Oh man, it is. It's it, it's just it's it's just one. It's one extra baby. But well, you know what it's like, uh, Flax. You know, uh, you know how much work you you have to put into one baby, but then you also know how much work you have to put into like a seven year old, and then also an eleven year old yeah. as well. Is uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's not easy. enough. Life there's not easy. enough of me for all of these uh, people who need uh, <laughs> who, who need me for things, right? Like uh, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. it's crazy. Well, um, best of luck, well, young young people out yeah. there with uh, with things. Good luck. Good luck. Yeah, hope it. Uh, <laughs> we hope this Good luck helped and, and have fun. <laughs> yeah. I hope this is inspirational in some yes. ways. No, yeah. I don't think I don't, don't know. Don't, uh, also, young people, don't don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. Just uh, we, hit that bell yeah. and uh, smash that like button and and all the rest of it. That's all we need yeah. you for now. That's your job. Smashing bells mashing like buttons and sharing widely on, on social media. That's it. That's your job yeah. now. So uh get cracking. Yeah. Agreed. Alright, love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.